treat for you guys here this week as a special wine of the week i felt it was kind of fitting to crack this bad boy open and give it a shot to see what it tastes like and you know record the uh, the aftermath and (laughs) uh, everything that comes into it of a beverage here that kind of uh, took the the world by storm this past summer and you might have heard of it. It is the Capriccio Sangria, coming in at 13.9% alcohol by volume, made with premium grape wine with natural flavors. And it kind of started to get a reputation about being a fancy four loco, and the level of drunk it was getting people out there, at least what they were saying on social media about their experiences with the Capriccio Sangria. But uh, they kind of started to spread like wildfire. You know, people hearing about this. I know I had some people reach out to me asking if I had gotten uh, a chance to give it a try. And it wasn't until my trip down to Ocean City, Maryland back in uh the beginning of September, that I finally came across a bottle of this, and you know, you can't not pick it up, I had to to give it a shot, give it a try, uh, just, to, just to see what all the fuss was about, but I held off, uh, it's been sitting in the fridge for, for a month or so now, chilling, waiting patiently, and I figured now at the end of October, when we're recording this, a kind of a a spooky Halloween type beverage, even if it isn't <laughs> technically. But the stories that you've seen and heard from some people about the aftermath of drinking this sangria uh, could be quite a horror story. So we're gonna crack this bad boy open. Now this is a 375 milliliter uh, glass bottle here. At 13.9% alcohol by volume, right here on the the cap here. But see, it's not a, it's not a twist off here, so I gotta uh, pop this bad boy open. There we go. We have it here. Okay, so after cracking this bad boy open, we'll give it the old uh, smell test. Uh, see <laughs> see see how it see how it smells here. 
You know, smells fruity, smells like a a standard sangria. And let's uh let's give it a taste and and see how it uh ends up. Not bad, not bad. You know. Now this is made with pineapple, grape, lemon, pomegranate, orange, pear, apple, cherry, and lime juice from concentrate. Bottled and uh, produced and bottled by the Capriccio Sangria in Auburndale, Florida. So it's got a nice taste to it. The alcohol is not overpowering, so. In the case of comparing it to a Four loco or a beverage of that nature, <clears throat> it does not give you that that hard bite to it. But, you know, it's, it's not bad. I mean, I could see how this could get some people into trouble. And I even have a glass here. I'm going to just want to check out the uh, how it looks here pouring it into the glass. And yeah, it's got the, you know, sangria color here, the dark uh wine looking. And it, it it has a it's kind of got a little flavor to it which I can't quite pinpoint what it is. And you know, I don't know what uh what fruit or what part of it. Maybe this is the special ingredient that they have put in there with this guy. Uh, that there's a little bit of an aftertaste that I can't put my finger on what exactly it is. <coughs> but it's, um... But it's not bad. It's nothing to, to steer you away from it. It's really nothing... Nothing great. I mean, it's not bad. It's not good. It's like you know, whatever. I mean, if you want to get the the buzz, you know, drinking a a bottle of this. I mean, 375 milliliters is about a 12 ounce. Uh, a comparison of a 12 ounce can of of beer. So you're even less than most four locos at the 14 percent in a 24 ounce can. I don't know what else they put in this thing and alcohol related what the percentages relate to between a four loco and the sangria but if you want something sweet doesn't taste like alcohol th- this is the drink for you and and definitely you can see where it's going to get people into trouble uh without that that extra kick and that extra alcohol flavor, it goes down pretty fast. And that's why it's kind of been the, the people are always looking for the it drink of the summer. Now, we're past summer now, we're into fall. So I figured, you know, before we get into the winter months, let's crack open this bad boy, give it a shot for everybody. And so, I mean, it's in the same, you know, the same realm of the Smirnoff Ice, the Zimas, the Mike's Hard Lemonades. And just a step below your your four locos, and 
we were discussing last week with Amanda from the Blunt Mommy podcast about the the world of Four Locos and could something like like this sangria overtake a Four Loco? I I don't see that happening at least in my own mind and my own perspective. And you know, people say you know it can get, get this stuff here. This the Capriccio can get you drunk, bad decisions drunk. People said they woke up on their kitchen floor holding a a chicken tender in their hand, not knowing how it got there. You know, and definitely, I mean, people said they threw up their guts. I had see this is right here. You know, Capriccio is not a game. It is the devil's blood. Uh, needless to say, I woke up and my favorite jeans were split in half. So, it's a lot of horror stories out there about this sangria. But, I mean, the, the they kind of got this, this backing, this, you know, promotion for it to get people interested in it. It's been flying off the shelves. Like I said, I couldn't find it in New Jersey. At least now, did I really go, you know, searching deep into the aisles for, for sangria? No, but I checked the shelves to see if it was out there. While I was uh, running around doing my usual trips at the liquor store, and like I said when I found it in Ocean City, Maryland, you know, one of the drinking capitals of the USA, I had to pick it up, bring it back home, import it back to New Jersey and give it a shot and see what all the fuss was about. And, like I said, in the end, there's really, you know, nothing too great about it. You know, you know, two ninety nine for a, a bottle of this is not going to, it's not going to throw you back too much. So, I mean, it's, it's sweet, it's sugary, you don't taste the alcohol. It is the, the, Capriccio Sangria, as as long as I'm uh, pronouncing it properly, and we are inducting it officially as the BumWineBob.com quote-unquote wine of the week, because it's, it's not a bum wine, it's not a malt beverage, it's technically a sangria, which is technically a wine, so we will throw it in the wine category, which we don't have many of on the website. Check out the archives. But, you know, it it gets thrown in there as part of the as part of the crew now. People have said it could be maybe in the future a potential bum wine. Uh you know, the percentage is there. It's close to an M D twenty twenty. So we can't fault it for the thirteen point nine percent alcohol by volume. But We'll see. We'll see how it turns out. If it ends up being just a fad for the summer of 2018, and nobody talks about it again, then you know we'll wipe our hands clean and move on. But if the the people out there like it, keep telling me that that they've tried it and had a great time with it, then hey, maybe it will creep up there uh, on the list. So if you're out there listening, reading the website, and you've had a chance to try out this sangria. Let us know your thoughts and where you would rank it in the the cheap booze world. So, so give it a shot if you see it in your travels. You can pick up a lot worse for around three dollars a bottle. 
Uh, so give it a shot. The, the Capriccio Sangria, uh, the BeaumontBob.com Wine of the Week. So we'll, we'll sip this down here and get back to you guys. Sangria, and you know this week's podcast is not quite as extravagant as last week's featuring the Blunt Mommy herself, Amanda from the Blunt Mommy podcast. If you haven't checked out last week's episode, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. You can check it out in the archives at bumwinebob.com and on all your favorite podcast devices. But since we were cracking open this fine beverage to enjoy while recording this week, I figured we can cover. Uh, a few other housekeeping items and happenings in the bum wine world while we have you guys on the line this week. Now, I still haven't gotten my hands on the new MD2020 cans yet. Hopefully, very soon, it is in the works. I know I've been saying this for what seems like months now, but... Every day we get a little bit closer and a little bit closer. I've seen some people out there that have gotten theirs already. <clears throat> They're kind of rubbing it in my face, showing me, oh, hey, look, look what I got. And I'm sitting here, you know, you know, going crazy, you know, wanting to try out these new MD2020 cans to see if they get the bumwinebob.com seal of approval or not. So that is hopefully going to be coming your way. Uh, fairly, fairly soon to the website. You know, just in time for the holiday season. We'll have those for you there. And also in the bum wine world, we got a little further notice about the new Thunderbird. Now, we heard the the rumors and rumblings ever since earlier this summer about the new Thunderbird wine that was going to be hitting shelves, and now apparently uh, it's been out there on their Instagram page, if you 
if you saw my post a few days back, it was brought to my attention they've been out there throwing up some pictures about the new Thunderbird wine and kind of doing similar to the PBR scene of like the, I don't know, underground indie rock scene, I guess, with the new wine. And it's the black bottle, like like we said, and the one that they had posted there was a Chardonnay flavor. And <clears throat> we don't have too much uh, that we know about it yet, but my good friend uh, from Instagram, Sir Charles, uh, you know, we've been going back and forth for a few days. He told me he spoke to the representatives at E&J Gala Wines, said they've changed the Thunderbird recipe. They'll have a Chardonnay, a Red Blend, and a Merlot. So, I know people out there are clamoring for the return of the Night Train Express. So, maybe, fingers crossed, hopefully, maybe the Red Blend or the Merlot maybe can have a a hint of or a throwback to the classic flavor of the Night Train. I mean, I know we're asking a lot. I mean, I'm not going to hold my breath because this is them kind of trying to do a whole new look of the wine after they discontinued the the classic original Thunderbird. So, hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I, I can hope and, and dream and, and wish that it, it turns out that way. But, I mean, we'll, we'll be keeping you guys posted. You know, the second I know anything, you guys will, will get the, uh, the advance notice, uh, after the word hits the streets about it there. But, it's, 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 it's just, it's crazy, it's weird. It's the, you know, it's Halloween season. I will be cracking open some Thunderdew. It's a Halloween tradition. I don't have a Halloween party to go to this year. And since 2013, it's been a tradition at every Halloween party to crack open a bottle of the Dirty Bird, mix in some Mountain Dew, and make up some Thunderdew for the partygoers to enjoy. So, this year, in 2018... No party to go to this year. I will be cracking open some Thunder Dude to enjoy all by myself. Hey, I have, I have no, uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'll, I'll enjoy it there because I cannot let a Halloween tradition go to the wayside just if uh, plans change for, for one year. So if you're out there, you have your your stockpile of Thunderbird. I know it's it's if you have the classic, it is you know hard to come by. It's slim pickings. You want to try to hold on to it for a special occasion, but for Halloween, the Thunderdew is always a tradition, as I said. So we will crack open some Thunderdew to enjoy for for Halloween this year. And don't worry, you guys will. You'll see it out there. You know, I'll, I'll post it out there for everybody to, to see and, and comment on. And also, what I got my hands on yesterday 
was the new St. Ives beverages, which we had discussed a few weeks back on the podcast. And and this guy right here, Mr. Bumwine Bob, got his hands on the 14% St. Ives Blue Blueberry and St. Ives Green Apple. So I have not cracked them open yet, but within the next few weeks, you will probably see them coming your way as bumwinebob.com malt beverages of the week as we start to close out 2018 on the website on the podcast as i said before if you haven't checked out last week's episode with um amanda from the blunt mommy podcast it was a it was a great time we had a lot of fun throwing back some drinks shooting the shit uh we still have some more guests coming up in the the coming weeks. Uh, I'm not gonna you know give anything away yet because the way things go these days, people say they're gonna do it. There's issues, things don't happen. You know we can't coordinate. Um, but we're trying to round out the year with some great shows for you guys. I did uh, somewhat confirm with. AP from the Smugcast and the Juice Man himself, uh, Juice from Juice in the Morning, that we will be doing another holiday drinking special this year for the holiday season. Uh, if you haven't listened to last year's episode, it's out there in the archives on your favorite podcast devices when Juice and AP join me doing some holiday drinking stories, favorite uh winter holiday drinks and just kind of how to cope with family and friends and the stress of the holiday season. So we'll be bringing the the two of them back on the podcast within the next couple of weeks to give their take <laughs> uh, another year in the books of how to get through the holiday season getting loaded and drinking your face off. That's always a great time. Am am I right, guys? Am I right? Yeah, definitely. Come on down. So we'll wrap things up for you guys here this week. Stay tuned to bumwinebob.com. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at bumwinebob. Keep you posted with all the latest and greatest in the world of bumwine and cheap booze and drinking. Don't forget that the Capriccio Sangria is the bumwinebob.com wine of the week and until next time are still around oh we are still uh, recording here on bowling with bobcat uh a special behind the scenes special treat for you guys on this week's episode after i had finished recording while drinking the capriccio sangria 
I ended up coming across a new beverage in my travels, and that is the Pabst Blue Ribbon Easy Low Calorie Beer. This is the new kid on the block from the Pabst Brewing Company, and I figure, you know, before this week's podcast drops for your enjoyment, let's add a special treat for you guys and crack this bad boy open. And, you know, compared to the regular classic PBR, the PBR Easy is coming in at 3.8% ABV, 110 calories per 12-ounce serving, and 8.3 grams of carbs. And it kind of threw me for a loop pretty quick. I was looking, I was like, well, how many calories is in this thing? And I bought a six-pack of 16-ounce cans, and it told me, oh, 147 calories. So it's kind of like, well, wait a second, that's not really an easy, low-calorie beer. (laughs) But I didn't realize that they were taking consideration it being a 16-ounce can instead of a 12-ounce can. So compared to the classic PBR, which is 144 calories in a 12-ounce can, the PBR Easy is at 110, so a lighter fare, a lighter ABV, you know, 4.6 is your standard PV, uh, PBR, and 12.8 grams of carbs with the uh, old school uh, classic PBR. But the PBR Easy is an easy drinking beer. I was cracking open a few of these earlier after I just kind of stumbled across it in my travels while picking up some beverages for Tallboy Thursday this week. And, you know, like I always say, you can't not get the new beverages that you find on the shelves, especially if it's something like this that I believe is still only out in limited areas at this point. And even on the can itself, it says, This is the easy Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Nature's choicest products provide its light, crisp flavor. Only the finest of hops and grains have been used to create our most easy-drinking brew. And it's, it's true. People ask me, oh, how is it? How is the PBR easy? And I'm like, it's easy. It's easy to drink. It's simple. It's basic. There's not, there's really not much flavor to it. You know, anybody out there who's looking for, you know, real hoppy beers, anything like that, this is a real basic, simple, easy drinking beer. I mean, that's essentially, you know, they, they named it that, that's what they called it, and then that's really what it is. So if you can find it out there in your travels, you know, give it a shot. Uh, some people said, oh, that's a great breakfast beer, and with the blue and yellow can, uh, our good buddy uh, Nick Joyce, Nick Joyce Badass, uh, said it looks like an Easter color, so perfect for Easter Sunday, even though we're <laughs> we're only in October right now. But uh, it's a great beer. It's it's not there's not much to it, guys. I just wanted to throw this out there for you before we wrapped up this week's edition of Bummy with Bobcat and a special extra treat for you guys this week. So. 
So, you know, enjoy uh, a PBR Easy uh, Capriccio Sangria. Crack open some Thunderdew to celebrate Halloween. And until next time, cheers. Cheers.